I also want to say we have mics now, yay, but I'm still kind of trying to figure out the setup and how I'm going to do things, so our mics do kind of bleed into each other, like the audio from each mic, because we were sitting rather close together, because my room is very cramped, so um, I started kind of trying to edit that audio to make it to where it was like not really doubles of us, just singles or whatever, that doesn't really make much sense, I know, but after like four, maybe like three minutes, I realized that like me going through and editing every little thing is gonna take 10 years, so it's gonna sound kind of clear-ish at first, and then you're just gonna hear our audios bleed into each other, and I'm sorry, um, I'll figure that out eventually, but it is what it is, we are imperfect <laughs> and that is completely okay so just a warning though you know you don't have to let me know that the mics bled into each other like i know okay cool hello welcome to unsubscribe let me adjust this wow we're already starting off great welcome to 2020 wait yes 2020 how do i not know what year it is <laughs> it's the new year i'm still getting used to it okay i can first of all we made it I'm so proud of you. Kiss your face. Mwah! You made it. I'm proud. Um, welcome to the new year. Welcome to the new decade. To, to kick this off, I guess, I have a human person with me. It's my mama. Hello. Thanks for having me. You know, the one that I talk about in every single one of my podcasts. Who is not a saint, by the way. I'm not a saint. I appreciate it, though. Just lie and say you are. Just be like, I am perfect and you will respect me. You will respect me because I am imperfect. <laughs> okay. Honesty. I love it. That's that's good shit. So my mommy listens to all of my podcasts, which is sometimes embarrassing, but so sweet. I love that she's so like supportive and believes in me and all this shit. Um, I'm probably, I don't know. We'll figure this out. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was the 2010s because it's so hard to like have a conversation because I can't like look at you and... Okay, the 2010s, in my opinion, as you know, was the worst decade of all time. I swear to God, it was the worst. I don't know how you feel about it. You've been around more than I have. It was pretty rough. <laughs> it was the worst. I'm not going to lie. I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of talk to you about some of the things, some of the trends that like happened during this decade. So I'm going to start off. I'm not quite sure if anything really happened in 2010. Except the music started to suck a lot. So there's that. I think we should do it by Google. Like major events that started in Ooh. 2010 and, and go from there and talk about them. Yeah. Oh, God. Ooh, I did not mean. I almost called a cab, y'all. You pull up 2010, I'll pull up 2011. And okay. we'll go from there. We already got 2012. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I'm on a website called On This Day in 2011. Ooh. And... It's going to go through, and I'm going to just pull things out because it's going month by month, so that way I can talk about anything interesting. See, this is all, like, historical mm. events, but I really don't give a damn because it's probably all going to be, like, serious. I'm more interested in, like, the stupid trends and stuff that well, we Well, you know, if you don't understand history, you're doomed to repeat it, and that is a true statement. So, just FYI. Okay, so do we want to talk about the suicide car bomb? <laughs> no. <laughs> um... The 96 Rose Bowl. You went way too far. You're supposed to be in 2010. Is this not 2010? <laughs> this is 2010. If it's 96, I was in 96. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know what a Rose Bowl is, but it kind of sounds like a... It's a football game. It's like usually after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I could have that so wrong, but I want to say it is. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me adjust this not finding anything good with okay that's what i'm saying so i don't know if we could do year by year yeah um might as well just rattle off all the things that we remember i was living in eastview <laughs> <laughs> yeah the internet thing is just not gonna work because it's okay. just historical events that nobody cares about what major world events happened in 2011 okay oh the japan tsunami that was a pretty big deal. Bin Laden died. Okay, there we go. That's something everybody knows about. Mm -hmm. Yep. Bin Laden died. Okay. Um, Is there a conspiracy about that? Do we know? I'm sure that there are, but I don't know what they are right off the top of my head. 2010, we had some pretty bad earthquakes, including in Haiti. 
Oh my God. Mm. Was that 2010? Yeah. Was that when like We Are the World and stuff was that or was that no, earlier? It's in the 80s. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. <laughs> See, this is this is the shit. See, when I make a fool of myself, now you guys get to hear my mom judge me. You don't get to see the lines on her forehead, but you no, get to hear. No, I don't judge have any me. lines right now. It's all good. Sure, you don't. No uh, Twenty thirteen, the death of Nelson Mandela. That was a pretty big deal, dude. The Mandela effect for show. Because mm-hmm, lots of people thought he died way before that. Yeah, I think I talked about that earlier on one of my episodes. Twenty fourteen, the Ebola epidemic. Ebola. Yes. The freak. Okay, so this mm. is really bad, but because this kind of shows our ages too, because you probably think about the medical and all that stuff, and I'm over here thinking about the hashtags and like all the memes that came from Ebola and all the jokes in school about like I hope you get Ebola, and that was like the thing. Wow, I had no <laughs> idea. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking about. I just remember like Time Magazine because it was like every week it was a new conversation about the Ebola and it was like pictures and like volunteers and things like that. So that's what I remember of it. But that was probably before I really got into like social media a lot. You know what I mean? Man, so, okay. That's possible. See, mine was up there with the cinnamon challenge. Like, and Ebola happened. Like- oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, okay, 2015. Oh, yeah. That didn't happen. That did not happen. And for those of you who it did happen to, I'm very sorry for your loss. But Oh, shit. That got... No, I'm sad. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I get dark sometimes. I'm an asshole. <laughs> okay. Um, so what was... Mm, 2015? Lots of deaths. Lots of uh, on-air shootings. Um, prison escape New York where the prisoners um, convinced a, a female nurse... Um, by way of like romantic relationships to oh uh, to let them out, so that was a pretty big deal. Women, stop being weak. <clears throat> Control yourselves. Other than that, there's not a bunch going on there. 2016, all the deaths, all the celebrities just fucking died. Oh, oh, we skipped gay marriage too. Yeah, that was wasn't 2015, listed right? Here. Why wasn't it? Listed? Okay, so they have Bin Laden, but they don't have gay marriage. Y'all, some good point. Whoever did this website, I'm disappointed in you. Well, I'm not, I'm looking at the top seven of each of these, so, or, you know, one through seven. I don't want to go too deep. <laughs> um, 2017. Trump's inauguration. Mm. Homeless crisis. Debate on abortion, which has been going on long before that, but that's what it says. 2018. Uh, United States leaves the Iran nuclear deal, which probably doesn't matter much to you guys. I don't and know what any of those. Everything words mean. else comes Trump, Trump, Trump. Oh, the Me Too movement—that's pretty big the deal. The Me Too movement, yeah, that's huge because, especially with my age, I come from that time period where it was very commonplace for women to be spoken to in such a way, or to be talked down to, or to be joked about in the media as you know sexual or you know just very demeaning and um, of course it was more common for us to have to be molested or raped and and very common for us to just you know be the strong woman and move on and do these things so the me too movement is humongous i think probably the best representation of feminism in this um era because between the 1970s feminism, which I absolutely agree with, whoop, whoop. and kind of everything that happened in the middle to the Me Too movement, I didn't really approve of the middle stuff where it was just kind of like, I feel like, and, and maybe I'm on a soapbox, I apologize for this, but I just feel like women got away from being proud of being women and were so like trying to be equal to equal to and I don't mean equality but I mean equal to as in we are the same as and we are not the same as men we are completely different creatures we are absolutely amazing creatures who can do amazing things that men can't do and there are things sorry women that we cannot do compared to men but that is what also makes us amazing and so I feel like with the me too movement we're getting back to what makes us women being proud of being who we are, taking complete control and pride in our bodies. And sorry, I feel like I went on a rampage. I'm sorry. No, go, that, go, I go. mean, that's literally my whole ass podcast is me rampaging about different <laughs> things. At least yours is like real shit that we need to be talking about. Mine is just like, I don't like the way that deviled eggs are made sometimes. <laughs> Which, <Ditto. laughs> by the way, 
let's talk about that for a minute. I'm sorry, but like every time I bring it up, I just get re mad about it. Mom, yes, you know the correct way to make deviled eggs. Will you please tell the people the correct way to make deviled eggs? Um, the, the way, way that, that Karina makes her deviled eggs is the correct way. See, you heard it here first. Uh, no, I think I think, and you know, this is odd because I was shampooing my hair today. I was thinking about you know the chili question with or without noodles, right? And I was thinking, what would I say if I was asked that question? So you ask me the deviled egg question. I'm going to answer it similarly. While I, while everyone has their own particular tastes about how to make something, I don't know Some that there's wrong. necessarily a right or wrong. There is. <laughs> but it may not be your preference. And you can liken that to just about anything right now um, going on, whether it be who you're attracted to, what kind of clothes you wear, what kind of jobs you want, what you're capable of. You know, it's just about preference and what you're capable of doing. But if you prefer your deviled eggs to be sweet, <laughs> there there's something wrong with you, and you probably have lots of other psychological problems. You guys get to hear my mom be disappointed in me live. Are you excited? Because I'm very excited. The cut, like, she's so smart, okay, and like diplomatic, and. The person that she raised is the exact opposite, and not, I don't know how she managed. Not at all. <laughs> you are not the opposite at all. You are an amazing woman, and I'm so proud that you're my daughter. Oh, I love your curly head. You're so sweet. You I were doing you your too. hair and thinking about noodles. Yeah. <laughs> chili. Chili and noodles. <laughs> That's amazing. You definitely get that from me. Yeah, yeah, random thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> no, I often start when I go to work in the mornings. I often start off with, so I was in the shower this morning. I was thinking about you in this case. And they're always like, ah! I can't help it. But when I'm, you know, yeah. doing my natural things is when I, I'm deep in thought. So, yeah. So let me ask you that. Chili, with or without noodles? Um, I personally like my chili depending on <laughs> what kind of a mood I'm in. <laughs> I, I will eat it lots of different ways. I like the variety that is chili. Um, so I can eat it as is. I can add, add extra hot sauce. I can add sour cream. I can add cheese. I can add none of those. I can add noodles. I can add macaroni noodles if I'm so inclined. Um, chili mac? I can add it to a hamburger. I can add it to a hot dog. I can put it on top of french fries. Um, chili is very versatile so that is my answer see that's how i feel about potatoes yeah but potatoes. you don't like potatoes by the way guys my mom does not like potatoes i don't know what happened there i don't know either but they are wonderful versatile things i would never just take a bite of a potato because ew but you can make tater tots are amazing french fries are amazing potato salad is amazing potato soup is pretty good depending on how you make it um i've had very few potato dishes that i did not like so I do not understand. Um, you know, and I get that. It is very versatile. And there are ways I will eat potatoes. However, when you say, there's very few potato dishes that I haven't liked, I'm the exact opposite. Is that what I sound like? <laughs> yes, that's, that's exactly, exactly what you I sound like. I love it. I love it. Um, I'm more like, um, there's very few potato dishes that I like. So I will eat a crunchy potato, as in a tater pot or a french fry or a crispy hash brown. But... Um, that's probably about it <laughs> so straight up the other day my mom was like so i'm gonna go grocery shopping while you're at work is there anything that you would like to see for like dinner or anything like that and i just said potatoes i just want hash browns just a bunch of hash browns so i can just eat them all the time <laughs> i love hash browns so much i really do yeah and then we didn't go grocery shopping which is why we have no food in the fridge no now, food so. in the let me guys let me let me guys i am great at this let me tell you guys what i have eaten in the past month vending machine food like legit my workplace vending machine is where i've gotten all my like nutrition lately and it shows i'm breaking out i'm gaining weight i'm feeling really shitty because i just have like chips and like a cinnamon bun sprite dr pepper water that's what i have eaten and like, I don't know, it's my own fault. I'm sure it is, because I, I could, well, I don't know, I work all day. It's I, They got me on such a weird-ass schedule. I don't have time to do anything but work, which is why I was so ready for the weekend. But, sorry, this is not about me complaining about vending machine food. The way that my mom says potato sometimes. What? Potato, like you I, say, oh. 
like with, with my Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah. accent. <laughs> you say it's Wisconsin, but it sounds Irish to uh, me. Potato. No, you say like potato. I don't know how I say yeah, it. You'll have to catch me off guard and say, Mom, what is it you don't like? And I'll say potato and I'll, potato. or however it is potato. you think I, I don't say know. it. Yeah, it's something like that. Mm-hmm. But I can't say potato now without saying potato. Mm. Just uh, just like you say, hello. Hello. Oh my God. Okay. So the other day I was ordering food before work and I guess I had greeted the order taker person in a strange way because I I thought that I was just like hello you know or something I don't know just trying to be chipper and my mom and her boo thing went hello and like now they won't stop (laughs) like they make fun of me because apparently that's how I talk which is which is fine it's pretty funny are are we allowed to talk about songs and movies and stuff like that we're gonna Okay, because I, I think we should talk about songs that came out in the last decade. Ooh, because... don't get me on the soapbox. I swear to God. Okay, sorry. Go. Um, I'm still Googling. Gucci Gang was the first one that came to my head. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to have to give you my phone or something. I don't know that I know some of these. Okay, list them off to me. Um... Dance yourself clean. Nope. Don't. What? Blood Buzz Ohio ride. Are you on like Zebra. country or something? Because I don't no. know what any of these are. <laughs> That's what I said. I don't know any. I don't. Of these. Wow. Okay. Maybe I should have put in the U.S. or something. Yeah. Maybe. Best songs of 2010 to 2015. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> Can't feel my face. Let's talk about that for a moment. Oh, that's a great one for you. Yeah, because you know it's all about drug use. (laughs) And it just reminds me of, like, snorting cocaine or something and your face going numb. So that was all I could think about as my kids were singing it. Don't sing that Does your face go numb when you snort cocaine? Um, Yeah, it pretty much makes everything numb. Huh. So how about Just the Way You Are? Let's see. Bruno Mars. Yes, Bruno Mars. That song is annoying. I don't. I know everybody's like, oh, that song's so sweet. But, like, that song is annoying. Fuck off. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just salty. Uh, we found love. Oh, that's the most annoying, repetitive. I swear, that song is probably the worst song of the 2010s. I don't know about that. That that might be a stretch. <laughs> no, I, I'm gonna give you the one that was most annoying. Call me maybe. Ooh, that I loved that though when they were like playing it, and the guy was like, you know, I don't even remember what internet program that was where you would like have a bunch of people watching you, and he was like doing a oh, dance to this song dance. do you remember what i'm talking and about he's like wearing and he, he's yes wearing something yeah, yeah he's, he's like, like wearing like a g-string or something it's some yellow i don't know sexy outfit and when he first starts everybody thinks it's a girl and then he turns around and he's got like full beard and stuff yeah and, like, hairy legs. friggin hilarious i remember that best video ever um but that song got a little old uptown funk which is uptown still one of my funk. favorites that one's that, that one's definitely one of the better ones of the decade that mm-hmm. one did not suck i was gonna make a pet band arrangement of that song but then our teacher left sad okay this is a good question for your generation people out there if you remember when this song came out what was your thought about what this song meant okay moves like jagger Tell me what you thought about that. Oh. Did you guys all immediately Google who Jagger is? I didn't. I said, who's Jagger? And then I moved on. (laughs) No. I was like, because I think I remember talking to somebody about this. I was like, is he like a dancer? Is he like, who is he? Is Jagger and Mick Jagger the same person? Because isn't Mick Jagger like an ugly ass old guy? I don't know. Maybe I just offended like every older person. I have no idea. Well, he is. He's from the Rolling Stones. Okay. Oh. Which, of course, you don't know because, because there are two Beatles types girl. of people in this world, and that's Beatles people and Rolling Stones people. If you like Rolling Stones, you probably put Miracle Whip in your deviled eggs. Oof. Okay. <laughs> um, Fighting words. Yeah. Happy. Happy. I loved that song. Honestly, that song, before it was overplayed, it was a good song. I liked it because I like simple songs about just being happy. Like, I can get with that. It's all right. Ooh. Here's one. Here's one. Controversial. Ready? Oh, let's go. Take me to church. Tell me when this video came out that it was not controversial. Was it? Was it controversial? Wasn't that the one with the two guys and they yeah. get murdered for being gay? Oh yeah, yeah. 
I think I saw that video like one time. I'm kind of a horrible Gen Z. Well, I thought it, I love that song. I mean, it was a good video. It was an all right song. It's not personally my like thing, but it was a good song. I just like don't listen to that type of music a lot. It was good. It was definitely one of the better ones. Okay, here's another controversial one. Love the way you lie. <sighs> Love the way you lie. That one. I don't I don't know how I feel about that one, if I'm being honest. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think I ever really liked it. Because I, like, I, honestly, the Eminem and Rihanna songs, I just don't like. And I like them both, so... I don't know, but it just wasn't my cup of tea, I guess. But maybe it's because I've never really been in, like, that kind of relationship. So I wasn't like, oh, this is relatable or anything. I was just like, okay, this is a song about two people who are crazy. You know, I don't know. What were your thoughts on it? Um, Well, being in a relationship that's chaotic and crazy like that, I totally get it. One minute you're absolutely in love and the next minute you're trying to kill each other. So, but... I feel like that the, that song really uh, makes it like normalizes that kind of crazy behavior that shouldn't be normalized. And for some of us who were in toxic relationships, you know, made it seem like those that was the norm and then that was okay. And so, the, you know, that's kind of how I feel about it, even though I know that they were, you know, supposedly trying to bring awareness to domestic violence and things like that. But. Man, they just they just need to stop trying to raise awareness to things because, like, we, we're just not doing a very good job. Like, even, like, 13 Reasons Why was like, we're going to raise awareness to suicide. And then, like, that was controversial, controversial as hell because people were like, it's glorifying suicide, which I personally don't think it was. But I also make suicide jokes a lot. So what the fuck do I know? That's more of a mental health professional kind of a question I guess <laughs> but no I can understand that I do definitely think that you know a lot of that stuff was very normalized it's even like the drug use mm -hmm. which here's something that I would kind of like to bitch about for a little bit all these young rappers are dying because of all these hard drugs and all these other rappers are acting like they care so much like oh we lost our friend but then they rap more about Molly Percocet and Frank. And I just don't, like, <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Like, if you cared so much, maybe you would stop rapping about this shit. Because it's obviously, like, we're not even making it to 27. We're not even making it to 21. Like, we're fucking dying out here. Do you guys care enough to stop rapping about these things? Like, question mark? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I really don't listen to a whole lot of rap, so I could be off base with that. But um, it's just kind of something that I think about. Like, a lot of this stuff is just normalized, and we're not really doing anything about it. And we suck at raising awareness, so we just need to stop and just leave it to people who know how to do it. <laughs> well, on that point, I think one song that did a really good job of raising awareness was 1-800-273-8255 by Logic. Oh, yeah. Um. The moment I heard that song, I was absolutely enamored with it. And I think it, you know, I don't know if it got enough credit for what it was trying to do, but I think that that was the closest to actually bringing awareness to something that's going on about that was where people song. are. That I absolutely one, love it. I felt that when I did, even like the end of it, you know, because the vocals weren't super like polished and like, but it was just the kind of intensity behind it because a lot of the people who have actually felt that way, I feel like they can kind of resonate with that a bit more. So that was pretty radical. My mom actually showed me that song. Um, the first time I heard it was when she showed it to me. And of course, the beginning, I was like, this is my jam. What's up? And then the song continued and she was like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> but then um, she showed me the one from a very long time ago called, is it called Teenage Suicide? It is. It's from the movie Good Heathers. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> from Heathers, starring. No. Um. <laughs> Yeah, it's from that. And again, yeah, that's um... hilarious. I know it's not supposed to be, but it's comical as fuck. Teenage Suicide, Don't, don't do, do It, it by Big Fun. Yeah. That's so funny mm -hmm. to me. It's almost like, say no to drugs. Don't kill yourself. Like, it's funny. I don't know. Well, and the movie actually makes fun of that in a way. And it, it says, you know, that people actually wanted to almost commit suicide so that they could be, you know, I don't know, glorified, publicized, um, you know, that their life would have some kind of meaning that people would talk about them after. And that's what Heather's is kind of about. It's about, you know, these kids and they did not commit suicide. They were murdered. But how um, the town looked at them after they thought they committed suicide in a much more positive light than they maybe would have if 
they had just lived their lives. So very interesting kind of a movie. It's very interesting how people are so like positive about people after they die. Even shitty people like, oh, I'm going to get so much hate for this. XXX Tentacion was a shitty person and everybody knew it until he died and then he was an angel. And I just think that that's fascinating. I mean, whatever. I'm not going to talk too much about that. because We should all be so lucky that somebody comes out and says, you didn't know him like I did. Oh, they were amazing. You know, I hope I hope my daughter gets on the says and says, my mom is a saint. She was a saint. Oh, my God. Yeah. Man, that, I don't know. But, um, yes, I do think 1-800-282-272. I don't even know the number. How sad is that? Okay, well, Ooh, we're going to say it again. Can I bitch about the number for a minute? <laughs> it's 1-800-273-8255. I had a friend call that number and straight up was on wait, like on hold for two hours. Now, just imagine this shit. Imagine that you like want to fucking die. And you're like, well, I'm going to call this number and give life one more chance. And then you hear, your call is very important to us. Please hold. What I want, you got it. Yes. I mean, like, uh, uh, I mean, sorry. granted, that, that song right there would get sorry. me hype as fuck. I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to die. <laughs> I fucking love that song. After this song, maybe. Yeah, right? Yeah. But, okay. like, how, like, you're just in tears on the phone wanting somebody to tell you that there's something to live for. And then they're just like, you have 248 calls ahead of you. Like, I shouldn't make a joke out of it because it's not funny. You know, and it's not funny, but that just goes to show that we need more people who take that seriously to volunteer for that because most of that is a volunteer program. Um, and so just shout out to you young people who are looking for something to do. Volunteer um, at a program like that one or at the animal shelter or at, you know, there are so many different programs out there looking for volunteers. And this is in Hardin County, especially has some of the most amazing resources um, and I don't want to like plug my stuff that I work on, but I'm actually on a committee right now, um, working on getting, um, an internet platform to, um, highlight all of Hardin County's resources so that you all can just kind of go in and plug in. In the meantime, there's always 211. You can dial 211 and find out about any resource in Kentucky if you have mental health or suicidal thoughts, or, um, you're just looking for a good doctor or something like that. Um, so I just want to plug that out there, but, um, but. You know, use your time wisely, use it to your benefit, learn skills and help other people. Not to mention it helps, you know, on your applications, your college applications and things like that. But honestly, it it keeps you from being so self-centered in your life and, and, and allows you to start seeing that there are other people who are so much worse off than you and that you can make a difference in your community. It does not matter how old you are. When the kids were little, um, I would take them to North Harden, Hands of Hope, and we would put together boxes for Thanksgiving or Christmas or, um, you know, put together boxes of presents for kids who were in need who didn't have anything. Or we would go to, was it the Lord's Kitchen in Louisville and work at the um, food um, soup kitchen? Or, I mean, that's what we did in the, on the holidays to remind us that it's not just about getting presents, it's about giving back. So, you know, I really do encourage young people, this is your world in the future. So you guys need to like get more involved. Like, I know I keep, I'm preaching, I'm sorry. I can't Well, that's it. why I love having you on this podcast because like if I'm preaching, it's annoying because I'm young, but you're like smart and you know everything. This is why I say that my mom is a saint, even though she swears she's not, which I get it, I understand. But this is why I look at her as she's like, anyway, when I was a kid, for a while, I was very, woe is me, for reasons that I will not get into at the moment. But she was always like, you know, in this certain area, you were dealt not the best hand. But I want to remind you that there are other people who have it worse than you. So instead of spending your life feeling sorry for yourself, I want you to use this to help other people. Even as a kid, I was taught that shit. And I admire her so much for teaching me that. Because there are people today who ain't got no goddamn problems talking about... Oh, but I, I have it worse than anybody. Woe is me. I'm a victim. Treat me like a victim and feel sorry for me all the time and just hand stuff to me. And that's so annoying. And like, I'd like to think that I'm not like that. I work hard for the shit that I have, you know, all the shit for my podcast. Like I did it by myself, except for the art. Nikki, you're freaking amazing. She's my art dealer. But like every, all the equipment, I bought it with the money that I worked for. Like everything that I have, you know. I want That's it. my shit. I bought it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang it. Ugh, don't reference shitty music. Come on. <laughs> Grande. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> but like, that's just one thing that I absolutely admire about her is the way that she raised me, you know, to not walk around like a victim because I can't handle that victim mentality shit. I don't like that shit at all. So, you know, we did. We went to the soup kitchen and all that shit to help people. And that's why I also kind of wanted to reach out on this podcast for people who I know are struggling with shit that I'm struggling with too. And I want to connect to them and because it's fucking lonely out here and we need to talk to each other instead of screaming into the void. I don't know. But that song came out in the 2010s. Sucked ass. Ariana's flow is weak. She needs to not try to rap. I know my mom likes it, (laughs) but fuck that song. Also, the women in music just irritate me. Like... The twenty ten the 2010s women, they're all horrible. <laughs> they all suck. That's not true. Selena Gomez, she she hit pretty hard. She was I. Yeah, yeah, she did for sure. But like Halsey, you know Ariana Grande, Taylor Swift. I know my mom likes these people, but I'm gonna diss I them do. straight up. <laughs> I'm pro girl all the way. Sorry, it's go not- Katy Perry. Uh, <laughs> here's my issue with Taylor Swift though. She is the face of victim mentality. She puts herself in these negative situations so that she can use them and be the victim and then like write songs or do whatever and talk about, you know, I overcame this horrible relationship that I put myself into on purpose so that I could come to you and say that I overcame it. Feel bad for me, but also appreciate me. I can't handle that shit. I really like that strikes me. That strikes a chord with me for some reason. I just really don't understand um well my thought process on that is that taylor swift is very authentic and lets you into her down moments her up moments her hate you know moments her you know i'm absolutely over heels in love moments and i think that she captures everything that is humanity and and women and our emotion and again is not afraid to say i had a bad day and i'm about to tell you everything that my ex did in a song because i have that platform and you go girl you do that so you doesn't you don't think she does it on purpose you don't think she picks guys that she knows will treat her badly so that she can make money no absolutely not i I really believe she is just like every woman out there who is interested in falling in love who you know unfortunately it's not about making bad choices it's about not every person is 100 percent compatible with everyone else and i think that you allow yourself to be vulnerable when you open yourself up to love and 90% of the time you're going to get your heart broken. And so there's good parts of it and there's bad parts of it. And I absolutely think Taylor Swift is an amazing woman and I love her music. All right. That's what's up. I will give her this though. Taylor Swift is an amazing songwriter. I can't write songs for shit. And a lot of her songs are straight bops. Look what you made me do can lick my ass on a Tuesday, but her older music is awesome. Can I just talk about that for a minute? Bad blood, she says, take a look what you've done. Now we've got bad blood. Look what you made me do is look what you made me do. So even when she does something, it's not, oh, you've done things and I've done things. No, it's look what you've done and look what you made me do. That just sounds abusive as fuck. I'm just saying. I just (laughs) want to put that out there real quick. The whole I am never to blame thing. Like, I'll admit what I did wrong. I can talk to you with my mom on the podcast all day about, oh, this one time I did something shitty and got my ass whooped. Like, I don't, like, I will talk about that shit. I don't care. I'm not going to act like I never did anything wrong, you know, even though I didn't do anything wrong and I'm perfect. Mm -hmm. But But you put put that that in a song and you're going to have 50 haters talking about, you made women look bad because you took responsibility and guilt over this and he's wrong too, but you're not saying he's wrong. You're just taking full responsibility and we're all going to be mad about it. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you really can't win, but I don't know. But we also shouldn't go the complete opposite way either and be like, but I'm just a little old woman and I didn't do anything wrong. and He did everything because that just kind of makes you look stupid. I don't know. Maybe that's just my generation and the people that I grew up with. And so it just kind of annoys me more because a lot of the people my age love being victims. Love that shit. That's what I don't understand. Try not to be a victim. Like, why try to be a victim? But anyway, other songs. What were we talking about before? <laughs> um, well, let's go back to 2015 now that I found a better app here. Um, let's talk about Adele ruining Hello for the world. Let's talk about that for a moment. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was literally like you're waiting for the song Hello to come out and the first couple notes and you're like, no, 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 that's not how the song goes. That's not yours. Nope. No, no, no. And then they played it so much that you almost couldn't remember 
um, oh, Lionel Richie's version Lionel Richie. of Hello, oh, and it just like ruined it. And um, yeah, I hated her for a moment. And I love Adele, but I hated her for a moment over that one. Yeah, that yeah. was some bullshit. I'll still listen to Lionel Richie's song every single day because it's genuinely good. Mm-hmm. But no, her song sucks. Sorry, Adele. I love you. Kendrick Lamar came out Kendrick and he Lamar. started doing some amazing things. I honestly love his music. Mm-hmm. The whole N-word thing kind of pissed me off. But other than that, I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Um, For those of you who don't know, just a quick TLDR, he brought a white woman on stage and was like, hey, like, rap this song or whatever. And I guess she had said the word in the rap because that's how the fucking song goes. And then he kind of humiliated her up on stage in front of everybody. And they were all booing her. And they were like, you racist bitch and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, my God, like, I'm just singing a song. I didn't realize. And I was like, and, and what would he rather her done? Right. Been like, FYZ, blah, 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 N word, blah, blah, blah. Really? <laughs> right. Come on. Precisely. Ridiculous. Like, don't maybe i feel like he did that on purpose that's what i'm saying i feel like he just brought a little white girl up there just so he could like humiliate her and be like look guys and that was kind of shitty but other than that i love his music honestly i love kendrick well as long as you're talking about singers embarrassing people justin bieber was doing an unplugged and um you can youtube this it's pretty funny so he's doing this unplugged and he asks i guess people to like clap along he gets a clap going you know and in perfect i hate to call people out white boy you know white people fashion the clap starts to get off beat and justin bieber's singing for a while when he stops the show and says okay people okay people stop clapping if you can't clap on the beat this is how it goes and he tries to show them and he gets really upset and i just absolutely died laughing dude i remember that because i was like okay bieber i see you like that is something that i would do honestly sometimes i was telling my mom a joke one time i was like next time people sing happy birthday to me i'm gonna stop them and i'm gonna grab a pitch pipe and be like this is the note you all start on because i cannot handle that like everybody's singing happy birthday in different keys it's honestly what nightmares are made of and maybe that's only a me thing like maybe nobody else cares but i had a nightmare one time about that people crowding around me and singing it in all these different keys and it was just like closing in on me and it was just really weird i don't know music people problems i guess and so what do i do every year when i sing you happy birthday now she's the worst person to me she i swear y'all you don't know half of the abuse that this woman puts me through so i purposely sing it off key and um not in correct tempo and the loudest one too she'll jump out in front of everybody and be like hey and i'm like how dare you it's pretty funny it's horrible (laughs) that's why that's why i ran at you the other night that's why i did that oh oh i see you okay um 24 karat magic Bruno Mars, let's give that a shout out because that song rocks. All right, yeah. I don't know. Bruno okay, Mars Bruno. for a time period there was just rocking it out. It was oh, like yeah. hit after he hit, really everything he touched turned to gold or white diamonds, whatever. And um, yeah, no, I was really feeling him. Dude, but everybody was all, he's trying to be black, cultural appropriation because this was the decade of pussies. <laughs> just saying. Yes, yes, yes. Ridiculous. So freaking stupid. Okay, so my mom and I are both mixed, right? And we don't bitch about cultural biracial. appropriation. Yeah. Well, she's... The reason I said mixed is because you're biracial, but I'm like triracial or some shit. That's why it's... I'm okay. hella mixed. She's biracial and I'm hella mixed. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll give you that. Because we're not the same mix. I wish we were. But somebody over here decided to make me pale. I guess she didn't leave me in the oven long enough or something. I look like one of those flat cookies that's just all white. I got no booty. Can we just have this decade where, like, a big belly and no booty is, like, the thing? Because I would, I would appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, girl, you look like Groove from Despicable Me. Come over here. Oh, like, no. I can, Frog you know. <laughs> like, let's let's get some appreciation for us apples. Um, but, yeah, Bruno Mars, 24K Magic. That Say was good. something. Justin Timberlake is another person I absolutely adore. Oh, my God. Um, yes. That song, I will jam to that every single day. I will never skip that song. Yes. I just absolutely love him. And then, um, what's the other one that I really like by Justin Timberlake that Travis plays for me sometimes? Uh, uh, filthy? Yes. Filth? Okay. Yes. So, when Filthy first came out, I hated it. Because, obviously, 
the thought of somebody putting their filthy hands all over me pisses me off. <laughs> but germaphobe. It is officially my jam. I don't know when it started, but something like clicked, and I will just scream like on full blast lyrics, which is so ironic because I am such a germaphobe and I'm all about personal space. But if you've ever heard my playlist, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Like it is not me, <laughs> but I love that song so much. But also say something by a great big world. I love A Great Big World. Honestly, all their music is amazing. Christina Aguilera, however, does not belong in that song. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong. She sounded so horrible on that song. She did not belong. There should not be any harmony in that. And oh my God. Also, Ed Sheeran's perfect. That song sucked anyway, but Beyonce on that track? Like, that was whack as hell, dude. Sorry, tangent. Okay, yeah. So let's talk about Beyonce for a moment. She is one of my least favorite female singers. Yep. Um, be mad. I don't know what it is about her. I, I don't really like many of her songs at all. I I can't get with her. Like, I don't know. No, I liked her, her old songs more than her new songs. Her new songs suck ass. Her whole album was like whack. <laughs> and I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but it's not my podcast. So ha ha ha. Oh, yeah. Y'all can direct all that hate toward me. <laughs> Fuck Beyonce. Like, unsubscribe. Be mad. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> What else we got on this lovely album? Um, I decided to go with Worst Songs. Ooh, we're, okay. Um, it starts off with Worst Songs for 2016. Horrible year. Worst year of the whole decade. Oh. They got Justin Timberlake, Can't Stop the Feeling. Oh, that's my jam. I love that song. Y'all suck. Y'all don't like trolls? Fuck off. Movie's fire. <laughs> uh, Lady Gaga's Ayo. Ayo. Yeah, I don't remember it. I don't think I know that one. They did not put Bruno Mars 24 Karat Magic on here. You are kidding. Sean Mendez, Treat You Better. Any song by Sean Mendez is shit. Any, especially Senorita. If I have to hear that song one more time, I'm going to jump into traffic. I hate that song. I hate it. 21 Pilots, Heathens. I'm sorry. <gasps> I like that song. That great. Yeah. Y'all need to... Oh, speaking of 21 Pilots, the Roaring 20s. I don't think I brought this up yet. So, Mom... Hear me out. Okay. Emo flappers. Say what? Emo flappers. Because it's the roaring 20s. You you have had an emo child for 22 years and you don't know about Rar XD? I, I've heard you say that. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I guess I just. So basically, have no clue. the roaring 20s, you know. 100 years ago, they had flappers. Yes. So the roaring 20s is going to be us emos being flappers. Gotcha. So that reminds me of that YouTube video that's on my uh, Facebook right now. It's not my personal page. I've seen it on Facebook where you've got all those emo kids and the music starts and they all start like jamming out. And they're all, have you seen it? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. I'll have to see that afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So all my emos rise up. Okay, we are. This is our decade. Okay, we're we're bringing emo back. We're gonna bring <laughs> we're gonna bring grunge back. We're gonna bring chokers back. We're gonna bring flannels back. Combat boots. We're bringing everything. The colored hair. The side swoop. We're you know anybody wants to come in here with their Louis Vuitton coach. I don't know. Kick them out. Okay, none of that shit allowed here. We are emos, and we make deviled eggs with mayonnaise. <laughs> we're leaving all that other shit behind <laughs> last decade okay what else what else can we talk about what are what the other worst songs that was i i'm not getting anywhere with those so. okay yeah gucci if they didn't have gucci gang on there they're wrong because that was clearly the worst song yeah but let's talk about here's okay let's talk about ourselves personally i was 11 and i came out 21 and between those years, I have definitely done a lot of growth and change. Wow, that is huge. I have titties now. 11 to 21. 11 to 21. Oh, my god! So much life. Okay, so let's talk about 11-year-old Karina for a moment. That was the frumpy girl. That was 12-year-old Karina. It was the beginning of, it was the frumpy time period. Yes, where all you wanted to wear was oversized shirts and sweatshirts and just everything didn't fit. And, like, you were coming from, I don't know, you woke up in the morning and went to school like that like it was yes this was depressed kai when i turned 12 was when i got really depressed and i was frumpy kai i straight up 
did not want to wear anything like form fitting. I wore sweatpants and oversized shirts every single day. Y'all probably remember that shit. It made me look huge. That was frumpy days. I love how my mom, that's like a time period for her. Like mm-hmm. frumpy's day. <laughs> yes. She called me frumpy frumperkin all the time. Yes. I remember one day I came out of my room in jeans and she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I knew that the times were changing. Oh, yeah. It was nice. Good times. I like jeans. But then, yeah, you went into like a normal, um, I think that was the time period of like the rock band shirts, maybe you move into that or am I skipping a, a no, phase that, here? I feel, uh, you went from frumpy to t-shirts and jeans. Yes. Frumpy right? was middle school. I think t-shirt and jeans was high school because anytime I tried to wear a skirt or a dress or anything, I got dress coded because everybody freaking sucks. So yeah, band t-shirt well, jeans. Yeah. Jacket. Well, you got into the skirts and stuff later. It seems like because then you really got into this very like, um, uh, what's the word designer, like, um, very into your shape and finding things that suited you. Yeah. And that was college. Very... Okay. Yeah. The fort, like the A line and like things that cinch at the waist and like all that good shit. That was college. Yeah. Cause I could finally wear things without people being like, um, you're showing off your curves. So you're going to have to sit in the office, bitch. Fuck you. I'm a female. Like. I have a body like get over it okay and that's a lot of the times why I wore those big band shirts too is because like they made me hide everything which to an extent I get but come on high school get better get better but yeah, yeah college was my creative skirt wearing coming out stage there literally quite literally actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah high school was high school high school college was good college was I miss that period. Well, I mean, it's, 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 you're getting away from no matter what you do in high school, you're going to be um, pigeonholed into a group, right? You know, there's a reason that all these high school movies and high school musicals about mean girls and things like that talk about these different groups, you know, the jocks, the, the emos, the, the band kids, the choir kids. It's, if you're not one of those people who identifies solely with one of those groups, then you're one of the outcasts, which is what I was as well. And, you know, it's not until you get out of high school and or into college or, you know, into the workforce or whatever that you start to realize you don't have to be any one of those things that you get to really just find who you are, you know? And so right high school sucks high school the thing is though high school didn't suck near as bad as middle school like i would honestly relive the four years of high school again middle school you could not give me a million dollars to live one single day of middle school i wanted i hated every single day of middle school i was so unhappy with my school life and my home life there was nothing i could look forward to everything sucked every day i would wake up and be disappointed of where i was you know and i told you guys this earlier about you know, how I would dream that I was in a really happy place and then I would wake up and I would be like so sad that I was there. That was middle school and high school a little bit because I was still living in Eastview, but you know, that, God, this decade sucked. <laughs> I really hated this decade a lot, but. So 11 to 21. 11 to 21. So 21, what's that been like for you so far? I get to drink in public. That's pretty rad. Really? That's the first thing you say? <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. I've never been drunk and I don't really intend on being drunk because I don't like the feeling of like not being in control. So the only time I've ever drank in public was with my parents. Okay. So there's one. So it's not even that bad, but I just like it because it makes me feel like I'm an adult. And I don't eat. This is so funny. My mom got so mad when I bought wine and didn't get carded. Like, <laughs> yeah. What's up with that? Like, I'm all like, hey, you get to buy liquor at the liquor store. You cannot go ahead and pay for it. And they're like, okay, here you go. I'm like, what the? Really? You're not going to card her? Like, she's only barely over 21. Like, I need your name. I need to talk to your manager. My name is Karen. Oh, my God. Also, I feel so bad for you. If your name is Karen, coming out of this decade has to oh, be so yes. hard. Sorry, Karen. sorry, Karen. I love you, Karen. I love you. It's okay, Unless Karen. you're that Karen. So I actually changed it. My friend was telling me a story about how she got in a car accident and this bitch was like being an asshole. And instead of car crash Karen, I said car crash Catherine because I wanted to give her a name. Oh. And I feel like Karen has had enough. So Catherine, it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> and also I was in the car with this other friend, a coworker. And when she has road rage, she calls people Ethel. 
And I've never heard that. So she'd be like, hey, Ethel, get on your side. I like that. And I heard, listen, Linda, but I had never heard Ethel. I, yeah, I really like it too. Like when I get mad at something, it's got to be Ethel now. Because sometimes it's Harold. I don't know. I just, certain names. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was scrolling through my pictures trying to find some middle school use. And I read across that one. And I'm just like, that is so like, identifies kind of how we have grown up thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I know you probably would. Okay. So anyway, but I'm still looking for pictures of you. I know I've got pictures of Karina with every different color hair. Oh, yeah. I know I have that. And I've told her that I'm going to create an album before she moves out of my home or as a, you know, housewarming gift of her with all her different hairstyles and colors because it has been an amazing road. So. Oh, yeah. Thank you to my mom for always doing my hair. And saving me from some of the worst haircuts of my life. <laughs> Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like y'all don't even know. I have, oof, I have endured some abuse from my friends. <laughs> and uh, she being the professional hairstylist has saved my life. And I love that because um, in middle school, I really wasn't able to like express myself a whole lot because I was still kind of too young to have colored hair. She didn't really let me until later in middle school. So my outsides didn't really match my insides. I know I kind of say that a lot, but everybody around me was like, you know, they were able to like, I don't know. It was just weird because the way that I wanted to express myself, like I couldn't. And so a lot of the people who were like fellow emos didn't like me because I didn't dress and look like them. But like, I couldn't because one, I couldn't afford it. I didn't have a job, so I couldn't buy my own shit. And you know, I wasn't allowed to color my hair and pierce my face like they were. So they were just like, you're lame. And I was like, well, I can't help it. I don't know. So that kind of sucked. But I love, I'm obviously not saying that she should have let me do those things because I would have looked, ugh. Also, I'm actually really happy that she did let me do those things because I looked dumb as hell in a lot of those pictures. But in middle school, you're allowed to look dumb as hell. Like you get a pass. And if I didn't go through that then, I would be 21 years old with blonde, blue, and black hair. Nobody wants that. (laughs) So I am finally growing into myself. And I love that I'm learning more about me every day. And I'm becoming somebody that I would respect more. And I'm like growing into an actual person and not a frumpy blonde blob. And I love that. That's good. That's great. So, so, but anyway, I... I was boring in the decade. I just wore snakeskin pants and like oversized jackets. Let's talk about you though, because everybody cares about you more. Um, okay, so I'm 43 now. So 33 to 43. Well, I can honestly say that from the time, and you know, everybody dreads turning 30. It's huge, you know. There are people who straight up have panic attacks turning 30. But I will honestly say that 30 to 40, 33 to 43, honestly, I was able to come into my own as well. So I would say you never stop growing because um, at 30, I literally was like, you know what? I don't want to wear a bra ever again and stopped wearing a bra. I do not care. Um, I stopped caring about if my belly was hanging out. I stopped worrying about if, you know, if I've got cheddar cheese on my thighs or you know just um if i wanted to sing loud in the shower if i you know wanted to go outside in pajamas or if i wanted to dress up every single day because i felt like it even if i was going to the grocery store like um as far as you know how i feel about me i feel like i'm the best me i've ever been and even though i've had some of the worst experiences over the last 10 years you know i still think that this has been a really good decade for me personally in the growth that I've been able to do being able to advocate for myself learning how to do that whether it be at home or at work that was great I will say that this was the decade of like self advocation I don't think it's a word but like we we did a lot of okay self-advocacy you and I did a lot of yes about that we have definitely transformed both of us and I love that shit Absolutely. absolutely I mean for Karina to be like, you know, mom, I, uh, I finally told somebody what I really thought and it felt good. And, uh, and then she didn't stop. Uh, yeah. Was, <laughs> no, straight up. I, I took it too far. Maybe. It was good I was though. Harsh. It was good because, um, to see you go from, first of all, let me just say this, when you do it in writing, it's so raw and so well 
written. Oh, um, you think I'm well written? I, I really do, and I've said that ever since you were in elementary school when you were getting fives on your open responses like, and yeah, stuff dude, like that. Fives over here, bitches. Uh, yeah. Um, but like, like, if you tell somebody off in text, like, oh my god, god there is nothing missing. missing. <laughs> it's not, you know, text message loses something. You don't have the inflection of the voice. You don't have all these different things: the hand motions, the head, you know, the right, snap. Right. Oh yeah. Um, but when you do it. I'm like, oh, shit. You know what's funny? No, shit. <laughs> You're not the first person to say that either. A lot of people have been like, okay, but I actually read that text message in your voice. And I just think <laughs> that's so funny because apparently I write exactly how I talk. Mm -hmm. But that's not always the case because I write everything. Like if I text you, you know that I use periods and like complete sentences. So some sometimes people are like, are you mad at me? Because I'll be like, yes, period. And I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. And they're like, well, you just said like, yes, like flat out. And I was like. <laughs> it's, it's a sense i just used a period i'm sorry like i'll put a smiley face and like a gang gang you know like yeah. something i don't know but but you know again even with you being able to tell people like setting boundaries having assertive communication like um you and casey both honestly because i've really seen that with her too seeing you guys grow into these mature women that you have become and just not taking anybody's shit Man, as a mom, that is like the coolest thing in the world to hear your daughters tell you, you know, that they didn't take any shit from somebody. Um, it's it makes me tear up. Like, I'm does it so ever proud annoy you, you when I preach at you and I'm like, you you need to stop taking that shit, mama? Fuck him. No, because because you know we all get um, caught up in our own stuff and we can't see outside the box. And that's what your friends and family are supposed to be for you. They're supposed to be the people who see the bigger picture without the emotions that you have. And so when you guys say things like that to me, I mean, there are times when I'm like, damn, Krina, I mean, shit. But at the same time, at she really knew. She'd look at me, she'd be like, you are too much. That was, You need to dial that back. Like, yeah. sometimes, I'll, I'll make her, not make her, I will ask her to proofread a lot of my stuff before I send it out. Because sometimes I will. I'll send somebody a letter or a text message or an email or something saying, like, this is how I feel. This is what happened. And I always ask somebody to proofread it. Because sometimes I do have a tendency to get my little Scorpio stinger out and do some damage. So I need somebody who's a bit more diplomatic to be like, okay, maybe... Don't compare their life to, you know, a traffic accident or something. Like, maybe be a bit nicer. And I definitely need that. I love her. She's the sun to my moon. She balances me out. She makes sure that I don't burn the hell out of certain bridges. Like, she calms my shit. Because I get real intense when I'm angry, I notice. Which I don't get angry a whole lot. But if you do anger me... You've been doing that shit for years. I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm angry with you, it is because I let shit settle so long until I fucking hate you, which is bad. And that's what I'm growing out of. And that's what I've been getting better at. So, hey, I remember she always used to be like, use your words. And now she's like, okay, stop. Reel it in. Dial it back. Dial it back. <laughs> yeah. Just a skosh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I think that that's really what we have done in the last 10 years is, um, just oh, continue yeah. and motivate each other. I mean, I feel like we've really taken responsibility for the family of our choice. I mean, this is still the family of your birth, but I, I feel like, like this is the family I created. You guys are, you know, the family I chose, you know, versus my family who I didn't choose. Right. And so, um, that's another thing, just seeing what family looks like from this perspective. Oh yeah. I mean, if we were to talk about families for a moment, you know, there are all kinds of different family dynamics and the way that people communicate or, you know, do you all sit at the table and eat dinner together or do you guys have family traditions and those kinds of things. And, um, you know, my family, as many are, is dysfunctional, right, that I came from. And so to be able to, um, you know, I didn't have an idea of what it should be. I didn't have, well, here's what I want to do. Okay, we're going to we're gonna have family game night and we're going to, you know, have dinner at the table. Okay, and everybody's but fuck gonna family game away. night because that never I love family well. game night. But, um, but my point is I didn't have a preconception of what it should be. And now just seeing what it is becoming and how it's evolving and, and what it is now, it's just so freaking lovely. It's like my favorite. So basically, when you're older and you get to build a family, it's going to be a lot better than the family that you were born with. I know that's going to be a kind of a shitty thing to say, but like, that's so true. Like, honestly, because the family that I started out with. Okay, it wasn't the whole family. Like, I'm just I'm very happy that I am where I am. Like, if y'all know, if y'all knew me from years back, 
y'all knew that I didn't sit here and talk about, oh, my parents are my best friends and I love coming home. And like, bitch, if you would have told me that I would have said that, I would have been like, I don't know what you're talking about. I fucking hate it here. I stay at school all the time because I don't even like coming home. Like straight up, we definitely built a better world for ourselves ending the decade. And I love that for us. That's tubular as hell. We're bringing tubular back, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I have declared that we are bringing tubular back. Okay. Because that just needs to be done. But anyway, 33 to 43, right? 33 to 43? Yes. Okay. I feel like we got lost because I got on a tangent. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Um, I don't know. That's, that's all I have to say about that. Let's <laughs> go. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> hey, guys. Do you know if we can, like, quote movies and stuff and, like, songs? Like, is there a copyright thing? Like, I don't... Um, it doesn't really matter much to me because nobody's really going to hear this. But just in case I ever blow up and become a star, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be a it'd be a good thing to learn. <laughs> anyway, we are approaching an hour. Um, oh, my gosh. Has it really been an hour? What, I know, right? Oh, wow. That, see, I plan to have my mom in like over half of my podcast because like we could seriously talk about anything forever. So unfortunately, I will have to probably wrap this up now because it has been an hour can we do last minute what oh uh, yeah new year's things yes that's right i knew we were forgetting something yes okay um so maybe like new year's wishes what we wish for um for the new year yeah because i normally Um, don't do that stuff but because it is the decade i'm gonna be as corny as i want to be i mean let's do it i mean everybody else is doing it right everybody else is doing it let's let's do it okay so kind of a mother are you uh uh-huh yeah uh uh-huh whatever um so for 2020 um let me just let me just take a moment where do i want to be in 2020 what do i want to have accomplished okay well um i would like to keep going down the track that i'm i okay so for me my birthday's in september yours is in october um i feel like our year doesn't start in january our year starts at our birth month so I would like to keep the trajectory that I started in September of 2019 and keep going. Um, you know, full-fledged going forward with my career, financial freedom, maybe pay off my student loans. Who that would be awesome. Um, I would like to see us continue to be happy, even happier in 2020. I would like to see you continue to do your podcast, to continue to become professional, um, to do your thing, to grow in the way that you want to. Um, maybe get your music on there because you're an amazing songwriter. Um, I've never written a song. Not songs, but music, um, composition writer. Sorry. And, um, I would, I would really just like to see us continue what we started from September, October through to 2020, September, October. Mm-hmm. Y'all, she complimented my shitty garage band intro music. She a real one. Like, honestly. It was really good. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't help but like it because just like my sense of humor, I feel like it's almost like having a kid like even if it's objectively shitty you're gonna love it anyway and that's how i feel about my music and my humor <laughs> and that's probably how she feels about her children <laughs> not at all not at all no it's good <sighs> so let me think about my new year's wishes i don't want to say oh did what you said but that's kind of how it is i definitely want to i want to continue on the way that we've been doing because the past few months or i guess the past year things have definitely been improving in my life personally we're not even going to get into the political shit and how things are going down because honestly i don't even want to talk about that like but in our own lives because we're the only ones that matter (laughs) (laughs) um i've been a lot happier and i would like to continue the. i would like to continue the podcast for a very long time i'd like to be able to put my shit out there because the thing is like nobody ever listened to me when i was a kid so the fact that people actually listen to this podcast is kind of amazing because like I'm so used to being the odd one out. Like, I'm so used to not being listened to. I don't know how to take, like, people giving me any kind of attention. Like, I'm not used to that shit. So I hope I can get better at that. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I told my mom I would try to stop making as many suicide jokes. Mm-hmm. Because I do feel kind of bad. And, and the, the better you feel about yourself, the less you'll want to end your life. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and I told Travis I was going to try to stop saying goddamn because he is a Christian. And like, I, you know, even though I'm not religious, I still respect religious people and I respect him as a person very much. And 
you know, we don't see eye to eye on things, but we have a mutual respect. And I love that. So I'm going to try to improve on my language and my way of speaking for sure. Let's see how well that works. <laughs> you can do it. We'll we'll just do you like we did Travis when we wanted to get him to stop saying bitch all the time. I said bitch every single time he said the word bitch, Karina. I said bitch. We would do it in unison. Did we not get him to stop using it so much? I guess we kind of did. We did. All right. Because it got annoying. So we're just gonna do you the same. All right. You say goddamn, we're gonna go goddamn. Okay, no, that's funny as shit. That's hilarious. Like, I said, stop saying it. Okay, so we'll have to come up. We would put on the blackest voices. I got damn. Like, (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm going to come up with something brilliant. She already has this thing, though, where she's like, positive self talk. It used to be use your words, and now it's positive self talk. Yes, absolutely. Don't talk bad about it. Because, like, it'll just happen sometimes. Like, I don't know. It's kind of like a habit for me to be self deprecating. And she's always like, no, no, no. We're positive self talk. Yeah. Well, next next time I'm on here, we'll talk about all my little therapy lessons that I can give you all about I honestly look assertive to that. communication and positive self-talk and things like that. Yeah. I would have turned out a lot worse had I not had her as a mom. So I definitely appreciate that she's so professional and diplomatic and like teaches me all these things, even if I'm not necessarily great at following all of them. One thing that sucks about it, though, is that I'm painfully self-aware. <laughs> Like, a lot of the things that I do, I know that I'm doing them. And that sucks. Like, being so self-aware of, like, I just said something awkward. Like, I am an awkward person. Like, knowing that sucks. Okay? Like, that, the inner turmoil of, like, knowing that you're doing something and not being able to stop. That's the whole thing we'll get into later. That's, we're not gonna. (laughs) Anyway. Another day. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of Unsubscribe. I hope that, you know, your new year starts off great. I hope you have an awesome 2020. I hope you're an emo flapper. I hope you put mayonnaise on your deviled eggs. And I hope that your music gets better. Okay, like, let's not have this shitty music anymore. Here, here. Here, here. Happy New Year. (laughs) Happy New Year.